Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Modern Life Podcast. Today I'm going to be sitting down with my lovely sister. We're going to talk about Wind River, and there's going to be big spoiler alert right off the bat. Obviously, if you haven't seen the movie, go watch it now and then listen to the podcast. Otherwise, I hope you enjoy. Introducing my sister to the podcast, Tubby, say hi. Hey, it's Tabby and Sam here. <laughs> and uh, we want to talk about a movie we both watched recently called... Is it Wind River or Windy River? It's Wind River. It's Wind River. Okay. So, something I found really interesting is yesterday, the first and like only thing you said to me about this movie was that rape scene was really hard to watch. Yes, there's a rape scene in the movie. And unfortunately, I think We're that is the scene just that... Just typing right into it. Okay. That's the scene <laughs> that like stays with you the most. Right. And I almost think that that's a little too bad. Because mm. there's, like, there's other really great things about this movie. And also, that's the scene like when I talked to some co-workers... That's, of course, a scene we, like, talked about. We mm. were all saying... Right. If we knew that was in there, we we wouldn't have watched this movie. Really? Yeah. Why? No, I can't... I can't watch that, like, sexual violence stuff. And especially people at work who were saying, like, yeah, I have kids. Like, I'm not gonna right. be able to watch this kind of stuff. And it's different. Like, yeah, we can all do, like, Tarantino violence right. and that kind of stuff. But I think the realism of it really... Well, I think it does, like... It definitely like limits the audience to the movie because it's not just like a like crime thriller drama mm-hmm. you can like watch with mm. your thirteen year old kid. Like I don't know, I mm. wouldn't. And I the part that got me like because you know how she like so in the scene she like she wakes up during it right mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. there's just a close up on her face yeah but then it like the can't like you get the wide shot of it and right, that's but- what like that's what. But like, really, because oh. I don't even think you needed to zoom out. You knew what was happening. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think... But that's what, like, put that scene over the top for me. Got you know it. what I mean? Got it. And that's got when it. I was like, oh, like, I just felt so uncomfortable watching it. Like, I just... I don't think you needed that extra shock value of it. You know what I mean? I um, the other thing that kind of ties in with that, where I thought it was a little too far over the top... Right. ...was the scene later on when the rapist is running for like half an hour through the snow he wasn't running for half an hour it felt like half an hour i'm like i don't care about this guy like i'm not this movie isn't about this guy like and then i was confused time-wise because then when he dies Mm. from his lungs filling up with blood it felt like oh he only was able to run for like two minutes or whatever but then it showed um jeremy renner like looking through his binoculars and the guy had gone pretty far up the ridge of the mountain so i feel like that scene would have been a lot better if i'd seen the whole thing through jeremy's like binoculars Mm. and then just seen him like fall down like we all know what's gonna happen i don't know i think i think partly the movie is about that guy though because it is like a part revenge tale because his friend his friend is like whoever did it like yeah get off my porch and get it done (laughs) but i don't know for me it was just like i I wouldn't have shot it that way like okay so i just wanted to okay go ahead i I was just saying just you saying the way it was shot i found that a couple times during the movie where the editing was just really weird like Mm. so there's the big shootout scene right that was a great shootout great shootout scene and so she she ends up under the trailer there yeah and she's like She's shooting the guy who's running away, and yeah. she like gets him, but not 
quite enough, yeah, that, that right? Yeah, you see the blood fly out. Right, and then... But I guess he's fine. And so she she shoots him, and then she has to, like, reload her gun or whatever. And then, like, the, the very next thing that happens is Jeremy Renner shows up. But then the guy who was just there, now he's, like, out of sight. Mm, I'm like, okay. I did, it was just, like, a weird editing. Yeah, I think I kind of felt like, oh, he has that rifle. Why wouldn't he right. try to take the shot? But I guess he was already in the tree line. But, but they didn't show that. So I, I guess that's right. where the and confusion like, comes in. It's not like Jeremy Renner is, like, looking in that direction to, like, even see if he can take a shot. It's just all of a sudden right. the guy's just gone. Right. When I, There was just, like, a couple weird timing editing things that just felt weird to me. I don't know. So I just want to kind of tell you about something. This is from an NPR interview with the director, uh, Taylor Sheridan. Um, they're asking him what this is based on, and he says it's based on just – it's based on multiple stories right. um, of, like, the suffering and trauma that occurs right. in these kinds of um, environments. And he says um, – Quote, I want to end the film with the statistics. I had two researchers spend three months trying to find one. Reaching out to the Department of Justice, any organization they could, they came back and said, we cannot find one. No one's keeping these statistics. And I said, huh. well, that's our statistic. And that's how the movie ends. That, right. you know, no right, one right, is right. recording this. There yeah. is a 2010 uh, Department of Justice study where they survey, uh, not, but it's not women just from Wind River. It's all, it's like native Women right. and fifty six percent, so over half, have experienced sexual violence in their lifetime. Damn. Um, so yeah, like it's definitely something worth making a story about. That brings me up to another point. Like just looking up, like what other people wrote about the movie, and one of the major criticisms I found was that so the writer, writer and director Taylor, same guy, right? Um, his whole inspiration for writing and making this movie was a, was what you just talked about, right? Yet the two main people in the movie are like are white, are white, are white, yeah. Which is like if if your whole inspiration is like telling this story of like you know what goes on in these reservations, but then you have these two white saviors. I don't know it's just kind of like. It's like a weird dynamic, yeah, no? Yeah, it's I don't a. Know. I think it's a. It's a good point, but I don't. I did, it, I don't think it applies to this movie because right. of the way he handled certain uh, like situations and how respectful he was. Right. Because he says he he says like I don't want to I don't want to preach to people, right. and this movie uses really subtle things to really show you what's going on without that preachiness. So there's right. a couple lines of dialogue um, or reactions. So, for example, on Wind River, life expectancy is 49 years. The crime rate is five to seven times the national average. Mm -hmm. And you don't need to see those statistics right. in the movie, but just the reaction of the chief to, like, right. this is, like, a normal thing. This happens right. every day. You know, he's not, like, I'm not used to getting help. Like, this happens right. all the time. Right. So you kind of have these little things in there that really really lay out out for you what it's like to live on that reservation right. and the way that he's so respectful with it is also like in the beginning when the dad and the son have the little moment with the horse right and the and the son wants to be like his dad and kind of emulate him and he mm -hmm. goes oh i'm all cowboy and then right. jeremy renner says no that was all arapaho right you know and the way jeremy center uh renner repeatedly calls Natalie, like, she's a warrior. That's a true right. warrior. Or, like, the way at the end of the movie where, you know, um, 
it's like that that's my death face like how do you know what death looks like no one's left to teach me right, so i, I like made it up scene, right. it's all these little bits of dialogue that like that convey to you what it's like to right. be a native american indian like on right. the on the reservation so i get what they're saying like that is a problem that there's a two white people but i don't think right and i didn't i just thought it was an interesting point yeah. like i didn't have a problem with it in the movie um but i do having like these two white characters it did also i think he did a really good job with the dynamics of like you have the jeremy renner character who's like just like really well respected in the community it seems like and then you have this outsider coming in and she just kind of you know everyone's like uh, like who's this who's this new white girl in town and it's just like and the way they introduce her i just rewatching it mm-hmm. they do it perfectly because mm-hmm. the car drives up and you don't know who's in there right they're right. thinking it's like a bunch of guys and right. they're like two feds right and then you just see her face the look on her face and then the gps goes your destination is on the right like right. you know and that's all you need to know about that character like they've never been here before right. like they're in a foreign right. environment they need a gps to get here like they're it's a young girl right. um well and i liked how she so like yeah when she first gets introduced and there's like the three guys there and she's just standing there and like she doesn't have any winter clothes yeah. on and i liked how she's very like you can tell just by the way she talks, she's, like, super direct, and she's, like, she's not going to take shit from these guys, even though it's kind of, like, I know, it's, she's in, like, completely foreign environment, right? Because she ends up just being, like, like, are we just, are we going to talk here, or, like, are we going to get this shit done, you know? Yeah. Like, she's, like, I don't have time to just, like, talk around here. But I think my main problem with her character is she starts off really strong like that, and then kind of, like, as... I feel like it's like this really strong female character that then almost gets like, I don't know, as the movie progresses, she like, I feel like she loses some of that. How so? I don't know. I just, it's just kind of the vibe I got. I don't know. She, when you first. I when, didn't get that at all. Really? When because she's, I just I felt know. like she was working more with everyone there. Like they were right. starting to build like a team. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Because what, what I also think is really funny because it's an American movie Everybody like addresses each other by their first name. It's like, oh hey Jane, like right. even, you know, it's kind of like this instant right. camaraderie almost. Like, right. I do. What I like about her character is it's like she's this tiny little yeah. female, like tiny frame, and I feel like she does the best she can with what she has. Like in the shootout, she's like, you know, they're arguing about. Because they're on federal land, and so the local mm-hmm. police doesn't have jurisdiction. And then she's like, FBI, like, I'm the only one who can do anything, you know? Like, because she's a federal yeah. agent. And there's this weird dynamic of, like, she's the one in charge, but she's also just this really, like, tiny little thing yeah, among you're, all you're these guys. Yeah, you're an adult, barely. Right? Yeah. And she just, she, I don't know, she just has this really, like, high-pitchy Barbie voice, and just like, FBI! <laughs> but, like, she's the one who's actually in charge. I, I just yeah. it created this, like, dynamic that... I know, just I haven't that, really seen. Before. We need to talk about that shootout <laughs> a little bit more because the, the entire this reservation loses its entire like police force yeah. in like three seconds. <laughs> I never even think about that. Yeah, it's like all of them, right? Yeah, um, maybe there, I think there's like one ex. No, no, I, they all. I think really? they all go down because the only ones. He left. says he has six people total. How many? And it was him. I don't think it was. Maybe one guy had I like think, a day yeah, off. I that one lucky like guy. One guy left. <laughs> Because I don't think there were six guys there. It was like one or two left. Okay, my first question about the shootout is, and I, 
I was kind of, I was like doing some work while watching the movie, so. They also, they all are wearing kind of the same thing, which was a little like. Right. It wasn't very clear who blue, was, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but, so my first question is, I didn't, I didn't, and I don't know if I just missed the shot while I was like doing some work, like how does Jeremy Renner know there's going to be. Because he like starts warning them on the yes, walkie-talkie. Yes, no, actually, I had to look that up um, afterwards because I didn't get that. Yeah. And he does say it in the movie, but he thinks he can mumble every one of his lines, so I missed it. <laughs> yeah, so they... No, I actually had the exact okay. same problem. So Glad they, I'm the only one. they split up, right? It's right. like the police, we're going to go investigate right. the oil rig or whatever it is. And then Jeremy Renner says, I'm going to keep following the tracks. Because right. those tracks only led one way, then they stopped when they found right. Bernthal's body, right? right. And right, then right. they stopped there and he goes, well, I have to keep following those tracks. Right. So he ends up at the same place they're going. That's why he realizes something's off. He goes, oh, these tracks lead back to to this gotcha. place see but it didn't so when they find what's his name john bernthal right who plays yeah. the boyfriend yeah Matt. so the tracks end there they begin there they begin there they begin at the oil rig because he's following them back to where I they started see. right and then he's because like wait they, a minute they first thought they came from the druggie's house right no no i think they they thought they ended there he says the tracks oh, end here sure? and they okay. only go one way Right. So he's following them back to the original point, and he's like, "Oh, I'm at the same place right. everyone else is, so something must be wrong." So the so the guys by the oil rig, what they they took Bernthal's body out there yeah. with the snowmobile, but then, then they, why why wouldn't they just go back to the oil rig? Why are they going? Probably just to house? kind of like go to a different place, Get go back to dredge. a different road, go yeah, come back to like a different road to kind of like not lead it right back to. Gotcha. Them, okay, that, that all makes sense, sense to me now because. The other thing I was wondering, when they go to the the house where all the druggies are at, why does the guy start like macing them and shooting at them? I just rewatched that this morning and I didn't I still don't understand that. Well and what I think is when so when the guys from the oil rig then came over Maybe they saw maybe something. they're like buddies, something like that, or they just know what happened, right? Maybe mm. they're friends with the guy on the oil rig who like put Bernthal's body there in the woods and then came to their house, obviously. So maybe they just know what happened or who the guy is that they're looking for and, like, started shooting it. I, yeah, I still don't quite... Um, yeah, right. I'm a little lost on and that. And, like, why are the 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 dead lady's uh, brother and his friend, why do they start running out of the house? Like, because they, they didn't I think they do were anything. Just, no, I think they thought they were about to get arrested okay. for a drug possession. Okay. And that's why... Oh, that leads me, actually, to a really great point or something that really works in the dialogue. Because a lot of the dialogue, like I've already told you, didn't quite okay. work for me. Right. It was too movie-like. It didn't feel natural. Okay. But something... When they revert back to basics, it works every time. Like, the brother saying, like, right. oh, you just use past tense. We've seen that a million times, but it works. Right. Or, like, the... Or Jane going, like, oh, we didn't mention her name on the radio thing. Like, right. you've seen that a million times, but it works. Like, right. it's fine. You don't need to reinvent the right. wheel. Like, yeah. it's okay. Exactly. But then so much of the dialogue, like... <sighs> It just felt like a movie script. It didn't feel real. Like when she's like, "Oh, you're you're a lion hunter," and he goes, "I hunt predators," and she's like, "Oh, why don't you hunt one for me then?" 
It's like, this feels like a movie script. This does not feel like things people would say to each other in I'm real life. together a crew. <laughs> like, it, I don't know. Just a lot of the time, like, the dialogue missed for me. Like, and also the character that really didn't resonate with me was the ex-wife. Because yeah. she was always she was like my biggest problem. She was always so saturnine and dejected, right. and that's that's one of the things I wrote down while I was watching. So it's like, I, what's her problem? <laughs> second second thing I wrote down because you see her in like one of the first scenes. I go, mother seems very disturbed. <laughs> She's just like so, like, but not even just sad. Just, just like there's nothing there, right? And even in that second scene when he, she's like, "You're not gonna find the answers you're looking for." Right. If she, all she had done is like give him like a slight smile or something, that instantly would have like put a connection there. Right. Just the way she acted it out, but it just seemed like she's the she's like the character who turns out to be the serial killer in like right. a different movie. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't. It was a that character much. like did nothing for me, and it's like you didn't really almost need her there, which. I know yeah. part of your problem was the dialogue with the son, right? Because they find a dead body, yeah. and then the son's yeah. like, but it's our day! It's our day! <laughs> Apparently this does happen all the time. <laughs> so that didn't make sense, um, and there's just a different way I think you can handle that situation. Yeah, to show um, the con- the tension there between the dad and the son. Just I think just to show that maybe he doesn't spend enough time with the son like he should, maybe. just The son could have just been like... Just something along the lines of like, hey, like I get there's a dead body out there. Ever like, do you think you'll be back in time to like? Are we still gonna be able to spend like any time at all today? Right. Or just some, right. something. Right. You didn't have different. to go like. It's our day today. What are you doing? And, and some of the things, just some of the dialogue. Again, it's that over the top thing. Like right. the grandma's dressing Jane, and all of a sudden she gets all mad. She goes, "You hear me? You you bring those clothes yeah. back." It's like whoa, well, like. There's a way to do it in that a quiet, menacing way that would have come off like way better mm. than like this freak out. And I felt that same way in the scene of Jane interviewing the dad, where all of a sudden there's conflict between the two, and the dialogue wasn't very well constructed to generate the conflict and the emotion. Right. Because suddenly he's like, "Oh, do you talk to your mom? Oh, your mom? Like, wh- where is this coming from? Like, where's the conflict coming from? You're trying to show that there's tension between like the white and the native, right? And this, the way the dialogue was written and it's acted out, it did not." I couldn't follow it emotionally. Yeah, I, I didn't mind the scene with the grandma where she's giving uh, the Olsen character the clothes because I think it just it gives you that sense of, like, these people are just used to, like, white people taking all their shit. So it's like, this is, like, one For of the... For some reason, I just the know. way it was acted out, it kind of rubbed yeah. me the wrong way. Um, I get it. So, yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, what, what I didn't get is kind of the first quarter of the movie spends all this time setting up this father-son relationship. But then you never return to it. Once once the action starts halfway through, it's like you never yeah. you never even see the sun again at the end. I think right. It's just the movie. No, just I like, don't think you do. Yeah. Like I don't. So then, if you're gonna do that, I don't get why you even. Because yeah, like the scene with the horse is cool. Like it's a nice father son scene. And then obviously they're trying to like establish something with that scene where the kid is like, but it's our day. And then, but it's like, then you never, nothing ever yeah, happens. Yeah, you really don't need his family, do you? You don't need no, you really don't. family. And I, yeah, that's what I was right. thinking. I'm like, I, I, about I that. think this movie would have been just fine with just him not, you know, you, you didn't have to focus on his family so much. Like, I think you just needed maybe that scene, a couple scenes with the wife, maybe just, or 
because you just you get his like internal struggle just because there's right. a couple scenes where he's just looking at the pictures and he's obviously like missing his daughter and all of that and so and i don't know if you just have those family scenes there to kind of like you know build the character up a little more and like make him so you can sympathize with him or something like i don't know i just i didn't if you're not going to do anything with it later on like why is it there you know what I mean? Yeah, the people looking at pictures thing. That was all the thing. Yeah, it was like a that two was or like, three scenes of that. It, it was like, <laughs> we've seen this a million times. Like, somebody comes up behind you like, oh, I see you're looking at this picture. Exposition right. time. Yeah. And then she comes out of the bathroom. She looks at the poem like, oh, I see you're looking at that poem. That's another scene Exposition I Exposition time again. <laughs> that's, a, that's a scene that felt like the most forced to me. Where yeah. She like, he's like, you want anything to drink? And then all of a sudden he just goes into this like <laughs> tangent about his dead daughter. Yeah, that and they was barely not, know that each was other. Clumsy. Yeah. It was clumsy. It just, I don't know. Yeah. It was just like forced character building. You need to like know she has emotions, right? She goes to the bathroom and starts crying. But like, I don't it, know. it wasn't, it wasn't. Well yeah. Um, um, another thing this movie really gets wrong. Ojai is not that great. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, it's protected by the mountains. It also burns down like every year. Like beware. <laughs> but I can see like those two characters finding it like enjoyable. Maybe <laughs> like maybe they'll yeah, fit in there. Yeah, that was funny. I didn't think about that. All <laughs> oh, these people got a smile on their face, like they know something. <laughs> also, like very high on weed. <laughs> yeah. I, it kind of almost, like, couldn't enjoy the scenes between the couple because the whole time you're thinking, like, oh, that boyfriend's about to kill her. Like, right. you like you don't know yet that the boyfriend is, like, right. innocent until that, like, last scene where, like, she pauses. Like, she has the hand on the Wait. door handle. And she's like, once I leave, he's dead, but I have to leave. Like, just that pause of her, like, before she opens the door and, like, runs right. outside and, like. That was well done. Wait, you thought the boyfriend was going to kill her the whole time? I wasn't sure. I was like, because at this point, like, we don't know yet. Like, the boyfriend's, like, dead in the woods. I'm like, is he gonna, like, I don't know what's about to happen. I didn't trust, I didn't trust John at that point. Oh, really? See, I don't know. Once you saw the boyfriend dead in the woods. You were fine. Yeah, I was like, well, he obviously didn't do it. I don't know. I don't know. No, no way. (laughs) But I did like the John Bernthal cameo. I feel like it's so rare to have a good cameo these days just because if you have any sort of star in your movie, they're going to help promote it usually just because you have to make yourself stand out from all the noise that's out there. And I just had no, hadn't heard yeah. anything at all that he wasn't like had this yeah, cameo. Same. I was like, oh, it's that guy. Which John Bernthal is always introduced into a movie the same way. He's like doing something and someone like starts really? disrupting what he's doing and he gets his like annoyed like, oh. A little, that- <laughs> little double take look, like every movie. It's like, like I love John Bernthal, but he's got such like a distinct like. He's got always, a brand. Yeah, and he's just always, he's always doing something, and then someone interrupts it, and he gets like pissed off. That's like every introduction. So the one thing that I didn't understand is um, that once she was running away why didn't she stick to the road or why didn't she try to steal like one of those vehicles they had but then somebody the person i was talking with said like oh no it's it's fight or flight and they were like chasing her too which i don't know if that's were they started Hmm. chasing her like i'm not sure no because there's no snowmobile tracks anywhere close to her dead body yeah, so I'm not sure they why she wouldn't have her. stuck, like, to the road, or, like, she just runs off into the wilderness, and once you're there, like, you don't know where you're going. Like. Right. Well, I think if she goes on the road, maybe they, I don't know. 
Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not trying to like victim blame here. Like, why didn't you like? Well, I think if, if she goes on the road, they find her. They but find she her. runs into the woods because it's such like a vast land. Like, it's just gonna be like impossible to find someone at night. So she just like runs into the wilderness. Or she just doesn't know what she's doing. Like she's right. just running. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, she is like she is like. Obviously, Trump. Obviously, like pretty traumatized with what just happened. So maybe she's not thinking straight either. You know what I mean? Right. Because like her boy, she just got raped and her boyfriend got killed in like ten seconds. Right. right. So it's like I right. don't know. <laughs> Where are my shoes? Um. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> like you know right away what's about to happen. Like yeah, yeah. Oh man, terrible. What else did I write down? Um, that's pretty much, and that's all I had. That's all you got? That's all I had. I just Um, can't stop thinking about that shootout scene. I don't know what else to say about it, though. Um, I I think I want to finish with the shootout scene, but I do have a couple more questions. So why does the Olsen character, the FBI agent, why does she care so much about this one murder? It, like, never really... I feel like I never really got her true motivate. She just, like... She's a really good agent. She's bro. She knows what's up. She knows they ain't gonna get help. She's like, like, I'm your only hope. Like, does she just really care about, like, solving this? Well, something that I actually read online is that the police department there, they have, like, eight guys, right, to cover, like, this entire area. And they lack the very basic, like, crime-solving tools, too. I get it. Um, I couldn't find anything more about that, but I'm guessing, like, this includes, like, not just manpower, but like forensics equipment and so forth. So she's right. hope, you know, she's hoping that once the feds come in, which isn't going to happen, you know, right. there will be. Because at this point, like, if it's not, you know, at this point, th- there's no hope of solving this murder. Like in real life, right. like for us, yeah, because we're watching this movie and we sure. want a resolution. But okay. in real life, like that's not going to happen. Right. You know, like yeah, it's just another so she just like really dead cares body. about justice. She's like. Justice needs to be served to this <laughs> town, and I'm going to do it. <laughs> I just, with all the other, like, nonsense scenes, like, instead of establishing this father-son thing, I would have been totally fine with having okay. a scene kind yeah. of like, hey, this one thing happened to me one time, so, right. like, I No, just, I get it. That's may- good. Maybe, like, the last, just to have her character develop more, no, like, hey, I, this one murder got away from idea. me, and I'm going to make up for it, and I'm going to solve this. Like, I just any sort of, like, greater motivation. I don't know. Because, obviously, the Renner character, his home, he's, like, he, feel, he feels like he failed his daughter, so mm-hmm. he's kind of making up for it now, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's, like, his whole motivation. Well, and he, he has multiple motivations, like his friend and everything else. But. Yeah, he's probably the most of a Right, with, with her, I just, yeah. like, I don't, I guess she just really cares about solving crimes. Like, I don't know. Right, um, I see what you're saying. But, um, okay, let's, so yeah, let's finish with the shootout scene. So, the, my first question is, as they're walking up to the trailer, right, there's just, like, great tension building, which is awesome. Because you don't know the tension's there. All of a sudden, you hear the guy behind, like, why are you cornering me? Like, why are you flanking me? Well, no, like, I knew the tension, because... But even before the guy said that, I, you see the guy in the back with, like, the shotgun. And I'm like, that's... I was like, that's weird. Is it? It's yeah. America. Everybody's no, got a gun. No, it was weird. <laughs> I'm like, that. this feels... Something's off here. Um, but... So, you know, they kind of have, like, this standoff before... And then they all put their guns away. And then the shootout happens, right? Which is weird that all the cops die, even though they're the ones who wear, like, the bulletproof vests. <laughs> like, well, I think the all ones. of them have... 
I don't those think were those security, security guards too. I think they. I, think I thought so. it was just the rapist guy at the bulletproof vest. Um, is that standard uh, outfitting there at the? At the and then, I don't know. I don't know if the cops were even wearing bulletproof. You you don't always necessarily wear bulletproof vest as a cop. I don't know. I think the one guy laying on the ground who was like, I think he was wearing one, but it, do- well, it doesn't really matter. Actually, well, yeah, no, the Olsen character was wearing one, so I don't know. Maybe they all were. I don't know. But yeah, it's. But yeah. a lot of them get shot in the legs and then the That's heads. True. I mean, it's not like That's the bulletproof vest protects you everywhere. Um, because a lot of the guys were like scraping on the ground still, right? And then right. they get like shot in the head. Or something. Also, a really great um, repetition of like themes and things you see is you start out seeing Jeremy in that white suit, and then it oh, shoots yeah. out to nowhere, and you don't really see him, but you just see the shock of like, oh, there he is with this right. white suit again, like taking out people, <laughs> <laughs> the and predators. That, that's another thing I thought was. I, I think I forgot to write it down, but in the very beginning of the movie, he shoots the wolf, right? And he's all like camoed out in the snow right i'm like do we really need to wear all this camo to shoot a wolf is that really necessary yeah because you sneak up on him otherwise like (laughs) um no but okay so during this before the shootout they have the standoff before they then put all their guns away because she's like fbi um and then the one police guy he's like he says to her you didn't see it like you didn't see it and I don't. I didn't get what he was talking about. That they were that what they were doing. That they were flanking, like because she was in the front talking to. Oh, okay. That's all he was talking. And about. also the way it's filmed, like we didn't see it, right? No, we just hear I, the voice from the back. Like we're with Janie. We're like following what's going I'm telling on. Telling you, in the I beginning. totally. I I saw it before the guy. No, no. But I'm saying in that shot that that's happening. Not when they're walking up, but it's just um, it's just the head of the security and Jane talking, and it's that whole dialogue right. of like we didn't use her name on the thing, right. and then the dialogue starts from behind gotcha. like why are you flanking me so the way they're shooting that particular scene is like you don't you don't want the audience to see right. what's happening because you're like wait what's going on where's the like but okay a weird thing about that is it's like a pretty tiny community so it would, wouldn't be like inconceivable for the security guy to know the name of of, you know, no, the but they were farther out. I think the police really? chief said it was like fifty. It was a considerable amount of okay. miles to like drive over there. No, he said we have to drive fifty miles just to go five. It's like right there, but the roads are all messed up. Right, but I and also like they weren't on under the same jurisdiction. Yeah. And then the guys also said there's nothing out here but snow, and I we guess, work and yeah. like we just do this one thing. Right. So I don't know how much interaction they had. Right. With. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, but the shootout was great, and I didn't. I didn't realize this is like a ninety-minute movie, which is so rare these days. So when, because right. you saw the movie before me, you're like, "Oh, this is awesome shootout scene," and I, I felt like I just started watching the movie, and then, like, we're building up to this. Like, the scene was there before I knew it. I'm like, "Wait, is this gonna be the shootout already?" Like, "Oh my god!" Like, the movie's almost over. Like, it's <laughs> like I love ninety-minute movies. Right. It's like it's like the perfect time. Right. I just don't even get that anymore. But um. The one weird thing I thought, so after the shootout and going back to that scene where she's under the trailer, like shooting at the last guy that that's running mm-hmm. away, right? So, and then she has to reload and the guy is running off into the woods and then Jeremy Renner like runs up to her and then he gives her this little like smirk smile and he goes, are you okay? Meanwhile, there's like 11 dead guys <laughs> at the end of the friend, His best friend, his best like. I just thought it was really strange. Yeah. Like, hey, are you okay? Like, there was just like this insane shootout. He's just, 
He just seemed like really lighthearted about what it just I, happened. Yeah. I okay. I see <laughs> your point. That's one thing that stood out to me. <laughs> I'd be like, holy fuck. Like, oh, you okay? Right. <laughs> like, not like, I don't know. Yeah, it was like strange. Where I'm sure, like, obviously those scenes were like shot on completely different days. So I don't know if Jeremy Renner just like forgets his motivation as the character and what just happened like before he shot that Where scene am I? in sequence <laughs> that's just kind of what it felt like um, so do you think there's gonna be a sequel where he finally kills the three lions <laughs> it's a metaphor <laughs> you're not supposed to kill the lions <laughs> i didn't think about it i'm like wait he found the lions why didn't he kill them and i'm like oh wait because he's got this big rifle like you would hear the gunshots all the way from the oil rig, probably, if he shoots the lions. So and he also, just, like, like, waits on that's it. That's not important right now. Got a murder to solve. That is important for the community. <laughs> um. He's really letting everyone down. <laughs> well, what I really thought was weird is he shines a flashlight into, like, the lion's face. And the, and the lion is, like, you can hear mm, like, yeah. it's going to, like, <laughs> fuck him up. But then he just like walks away and, and turns, turns his, his back, back and he's standing there with I'm like, is that normal? Like the is last thing you do is turn your back on a giant yeah, lion, but he's I just like that. doesn't seem worried about it at all. Like, oh I'll I'll just get that lion later. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah, I'd be worried about like the mama lion coming out of there and just like pouncing on me. But yeah, I just thought it, that was a little strange. And I don't know. I didn't I don't know that you really needed to like Are you? I don't you know if you really hunter? needed to show the lions. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I hunt lions. <laughs> I hunt lions. <laughs> um, no, but over, I, overall, I really enjoyed the movie. And I think it's a good movie. And, like, it could have been a great movie. Just, like, this, like... Yeah, a few tweakings and, yeah, too close. Because it's, it's the same guy who wrote Hell or High Water, which I really enjoyed. Like, this guy is really good at writing, like... It's like this modern, I guess a neo-western is what you call okay. it, right? Oh, and, that's kind of what this is too. Right, and he's really good theme. at setting up those environments and like out in buttfuck nowhere and just... And I think Hell or High Water is a much better movie and he didn't direct that movie and this is like his first time hmm. directing a big movie which, you know, there's going to be... You're not going to make a perfect movie on your first movie but um, I just think it, it could have been like a... You know, like a hell or high water, and it just it just falls a little short. Yeah, yeah. And I think if a if a better director has this script, I don't know. I would have been. Well, we don't I, know, but I just yeah, think there's yeah. more potential in the movie, and yeah. it was a good movie. But it's just just these little things, like the father son relationship, and just the motivation of the Olsen character, just like yeah. little little details that it just could have been like, hey, like. In 10, 15 years from now, I go back to the movie and just be like, hey, this is like a great, like, thriller, right. modern western. I want to watch it again. It just, like, it was a good movie, but I don't have any, I'm never going to watch it again. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't uh, if I watched it again, I would skip certain scenes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. I think that's damn, pretty much we went, it. went longer than expected. 34 minutes. Cut it off. <laughs> um, no, but uh, thanks everybody for listening. I think this is only, like, the third podcast we're putting up. I know we're a little rough around the edges, but we're going to start doing this Just more. like Wind River. Mm, <laughs> it's all in the theme. <laughs> but um, definitely going to have my sister on more. I know the last two times we had my lovely girlfriend Stacy with me. Um, but um, yeah, my sister, my sister finds these great things. Like, I don't know, just... 
Oh, stop. You this do. You find, you find great things to out. talk about, little details, and uh, we're definitely going to talk about more movies and definitely other stuff down the road with her. But, um, yeah, we'll catch you guys soon.